Content. Hello, everybody. My name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, so smooth, a.k.a. The Smooth Effect himself. Welcome to No Contest. We talking some wrestling, some WWE, some AEW, and, of course, I got my JWF co-host himself, the music man himself, Mr. Malave. What's going on, Mr. Malave? What's up, Tommy James? And that is right. We are the Tag Team Champs of Podcasting, and I am here with another No Contest. It's been a while since we talked some wrestling, and I know my JWF fans out there have been missing us, but you know what? We cannot let the Money in the Bank ladder matches go untalked about, because as you all know, that is mine and Smooth Effect's favorite kind of matches, and uh, they're always showing out. So, we had to bring you a no contest here, and we have somebody here, and I'm going to let you introduce him because it's been a while for him, too. All right, Mr. Malave, I will do the introduction to your opponent for the no contest. Is somebody you know very well, somebody that usually tends to dick you over every opportunity that he has. And I know the listeners out there that know this, they're like, oh, shit, I know who it is. That's right. It's Marvin, and the way Mr. Malave would say it, Marvin is here. Marvin, what's going on, bro? I haven't spoken to you in a minute. So, guys, it's a marvelous Marvin, and it's a pleasure for you guys to have me on this show. I'm glad to be here, and I can't wait. Like, you know, um, Money in the Bank, not usually one of the best things that I look forward to, but, I mean, this time, maybe, depending on, you know, what the whole situation going around. And we want to talk about that today, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to. So, Marvelous Marvin. I didn't know he was a magician, but Marvelous Marvin is here, um, and he's going to face against Mr. Malave, which this is something that we've all been waiting for. It's going to be a wrestling discussion, which is even more fun. So let's get right into it. So we're going to start with the first topic. You're going down, son. You're going down. So Marvelous Marvin. I'm going to say right now we're recording on a Saturday. So um, tonight is Money in the Bank. And uh, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. I'm asking, we're going to start with Marvelous Marvin for this one. I want to know who is going to win the Money in the Bank. Let's start with the men's. Who is your winner for the men's Money in the Bank? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Like I have a couple in mind. Did they announce who the the last participant is? So I'll tell I'll tell you right now. So the participants currently are Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Omos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, and last night Mad Cat Moss is now in. All right. Um. In that case, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Now, why do you think Seth Rollins? I mean. Really, if they're going to be cashing this in against who Roman Reigns, like what's the point in all the other fodder? It makes sense. It's an it's an interesting take to see where he could go with that, Mister Malave. Who's winning your men's? All right, so this is a little this is a little toughy, right? Because like we can go with the Seth Rollins, like Marvin, right? We can go with uh, Drew McIntyre, but I have a feeling Drew McIntyre is going to get his title shot at a Clash at the Castle. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's gonna get that that uh, briefcase. Um, and then you talk about Mad Cat Moss. They just like gr- brought him uh, away from Sami Zayn or whatever. And um, and I just feel like it's not his time yet. Who I think is gonna win this money briefcase? And remember, it's a storyline building up to it, right? That doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna win or he's necessarily gonna even cash it in because we've seen we've seen other people lose that briefcase. Um, but I feel the thing that makes the most sense here, um, and the person that has the most fan backing and momentum in this match. And granted, like I said, Seth Rollins can always be plug and play into a title match, right? 
I'm talking about Riddle. I think Riddle is going to win this money in Brent Beefcase, uh, especially because Randy Orton is injured right now, too, and they don't really know what to do with Riddle, and they wanted to break them up a while ago, but that momentum that that team had, they were like, well, we can't do it. Now they have to. And what's the best way to continue that momentum with Riddle than to give him the damn briefcase? And then you could just have him be a thorn in Roman Reigns' side. That doesn't mean he's actually going to win the title or even get the match at that point. It's what makes sense the most now. And I think Riddle is going to grab that briefcase. Okay. That's an interesting take uh, with Riddle doing it. Um, I, I think them throwing him in it made it a little more interesting to the fact to the fact that you're like, oh shit, like could Riddle do this? Now, if Riddle does pull this out, Riddle versus Reigns was pretty good. I don't see him, you know, he'd have to do one of those cash-ins, kind of like when the person's hurt and then they come in. But do right. you really want to take the belt off of Reigns that way? Is that how you take the belt off of him? You have yeah. him, you know, an injury that Riddle takes advantage. I'm going to actually have to agree with Marvin on this one. I'm going to say Seth Rollins is actually going to do it. Um, there'll be a two-time uh, Money in the Bank winner, and he could actually defeat Roman Reigns. He could do it. And we have to remember, we need to set up another match between him and Cody Rhodes. Cody's uh, he's hurt right now, but I think Cody's going to come back. He's going to win the Rumble. And then he's going to challenge Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, full year storyline yep. to beat him for the title, which is a big deal. Rollins has no problem putting him over. So I'm going to have to go with Marvin on this one. I'm going with Seth Rollins to win the men's money in the bank. So I just want to add on because I forgot. Yeah. Um, the only way that I think that anybody else is going to win that money in the bank is if they actually go to Roman Reigns and be like, hey, by the way, you're not a defending champ, and they strip him from one of those titles, break that title up again, then I, I could see, like, oh, Matthew's saying. Otherwise, no one else is going to be getting that win over Reigns. Yeah, I, I I agree. I just I don't see anybody on this list. Like, almost as being is there right now just to get, you know, he's been getting a pretty there. decent he's push. The cane. He's the right. cane of it. Drew's there because it's Drew McIntyre, plus they're doing something with him and Sheamus now where they might be end up be tagging partners. Plus, we know Drew's going to fight for the title at uh, Clash at the Castle. Um, Sami Zayn is just a throw-in, to be honest with you. He's just going to have fun. Madcap Moss is just getting a push. In the long run, he's just getting himself a push. Well-deserved push, too. He was a fucking joke and uh, beat Happy Corbin, and now he's getting himself a push, and I'd like to see where that goes as well. Um, and again, Riddle, because there's a storyline that we can play with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, always I'm difficult now in the state of like the WWE titles, right? They unified them, and then now I feel like they don't really know what to do. Well, um, and they, they also don't want Roman Reigns to lose. So I feel like even with the title, with the Money in the Bank briefcase, it's more for storyline purposes than actually someone who can beat them. But I, I, I can also see a, a line for each one of them except for two obviously but yeah seth rollins makes sense and i feel riddle makes sense as well all right well we'll find out tonight uh let's go into the women's uh miss malava i'm gonna start with you who do you think is gonna win the women's money in the bank all right so we have we have almost a similar problem here uh, as far as um you know recurring champions and and like people who are like at the top like Becky Lynch is in it mm. uh Ashka is in it and they both were fighting for the title like last month you know what i mean so does it make sense to have them have the briefcase 
Not really, because again, they could get thrown into the title picture, picture whenever, you know, because of their stature already. I feel like there's money in the bank. I it needs to have someone who has the crowds again on them the whole entire time, but never really had that opportunity yet. Alexa Bliss has done it, right? And she's cashed in. I feel like it's Liv Morgan's time. I feel Liv Morgan can grab that briefcase and she can help hold it. Now I get it. Ronda Rousey's a champ and we got Bianca Belair as a champ, right? Do we want to see either of them go against Liv Morgan? No, but we can, we've seen that like, we've seen that they could both go. We can see like they, well, Ronda's gotten a little better, but like either way, I feel like Liv is a great competitor. She deserves it, and to have her with the briefcase and keep building her into that, she can definitely just be the ultimate opportunist and come in after a, a hard fought match with with Ronda Rousey and even Natalia tonight and cash it in and be a new champion or, or, or something else like that. But I feel like it's Liv Morgan's time and she should win the money in the bank. All right, we'll go to Marvin now. Who's uh, winning your women's money in the bank? Hey, this isn't the lineup that I wanted to see. I wanted to see like a little Selena Vega in here. I yeah. wanted to see Aaliyah, but um, they're not here. So uh, next best choice is uh, Liv Morgan. I have to agree with you. I really, I want to see her do good. I think that she deserves it. I feel like she's always shit on. Um, she got thrown into that tag team and just thrown around. Like, you know, there's nothing going on with her. They they got to give her that push. I mean, Asuka, I think she's amazing. I think she's doing amazing since she came back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she could easily get a, a title shot anytime she wants. She don't need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, both you guys are, you have a good, um, a good pick with Liv and I, I Honestly, as a fan, I want to see Liv win too. I don't think she's going to win though, but um, and I don't think uh, Miss Malavia. I don't think your cousin's winning either because now she's Rodriguez. No. Raquel Man, Rodriguez she's, she's is like, your cousin. She's like my sister now. Like it's crazy. She, she's your cousin. We've heard so she's your cousin. She's my cousin. And uh, Mercedes name, Martinez. That's my last name. You understand? Like, right, <laughs> but Mercedes Martinez. That's your TT. That's my TT. She's ROH Women's Champ right now, so that's good for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. keeping it in the family. Um, I. I'm actually going to go because I'm trying to think how WWE would think. And I'm going to go Becky Lynch. And the reason I'm picking Becky is because I think they're pulling an AEW stunt right now. Um, as we know, Adam Cole and Dr. Britt Baker, they won the Owen Hart tournament. They're a couple. So I feel WWE watches that because we know they watch their product and they think, well, we can do the same thing, but better. I'm going to let Rollins win the Money in the Bank. And Lynch is going to win the Money in the Bank. Now, a married couple Mr. is going to... Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. That's right. Exactly. We'll have that fucking little playoff they can do. They can cut promos together. They can do some stupid shit if they want. Personally, I'm not a big fan of this big Bex thing, the big time Bex thing. It is what it is. But We miss the man. I miss the man. I, I miss her even before she was the man. But I think if, if we look how WWE is, and I think the fans will hate it by the way, um, which is fine because they want Lynch to kind of get more of a, um, you know, booze. They want her to get booed more. And she still yeah, gets they cheered. They want her to be more here, heel. Yeah, so in, that, in order to do that, you got to piss people off. And I think Liv would be the best choice for this just because she deserves it. She dealt with the whole, um, every tag team partner she has turns on her. So it would be nice to see her get that, but I don't know. For some reason, WWE is not high on her, but maybe things will change now that eventually we'll talk, well, we will discuss that, but we'll see what happens. Um, 
Okay, so that's our money in the bank the uh, predictions. We're going to move on to the next topic, which, as we know, John Cena, 20th anniversary. John Cena just recently appeared on Monday Night Raw, did not fight, did not get, in, didn't even show any angles that he was looking like he was trying to do. I love um, that promo, though. It was good. It was a great fucking promo. John has been so much better now that he's not really there. It's nice to see him. It's, uh, it's, he's cutting great promos, and he even made it clear that he's not finished. He's not done. Um, but we just don't know when. And if John's filming, John's not going to wrestle because he now understands why The Rock did it. So we're going to start uh, with Mr. Malave. I have to ask you a pretty, pretty important question. And the question is, is who should face John Cena next? Who should John Cena's next opponent be? All right. So, I mean, we've seen basically everyone face John Cena already. Right. And and you know what I mean? We've we've had so many great matches and not so great matches with this guy. But I feel like, you know, they did give us a little hint, just a a little tad bit hint. But I feel like it's the way that it should go. And in my opinion, I feel like it's Austin Theory. I feel like Austin Theory should be his next opponent, not only as he was getting that big push, um, he is also the current U.S. champion. Uh, he has a match tonight, uh, but um, I feel like they. this is almost like not even a passing of the torch, but it's almost like, let's see what you got, kid. You know what I mean? And uh, his next opponent's like new age versus old age. Like, let, let, let's go. And we all know Austin Theory is a great in-ring competitor. And John Cena, he's gotten better. Um, and, you know, he's one of the greatest of all times. And I feel like, um, you know, with the whole... You know, John Cena being all the cheesy and the jorts and everything else like that against the new millennial or the Gen Z. You know what I mean? I feel like you have a storyline right there anyway. Um, and I feel like Austin Theory and, and him will be a good match. I would I would I would see that. OK, Marvin, what are you thinking? I agree. I mean, I, I originally wanted to see like somebody like Randy Orton take him out like the legend killer and stuff. But I mean, yeah, like you got to look at somebody new, somebody that's going to like get that increased push from like actually feeding Cena and I hate theory. I really hate him. He sucks. I mean, but maybe it's just the way he presents himself. I mean, I mean, ah, he probably is but a good he's fighter. doing his job now, right? Cause you say he sucks. Do you hate his wrestling? But that's, no, see, that's what I'm saying. He, he's probably a good fighter, but I, you know, he still sucks. I blew the shit out of this guy. I would fucking spit at him, throw he's my beer. Heel. I wouldn't waste my beer. Chill. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, something that I would be invested to see, to see John Cena kick his ass. I'll be down for that. So, yeah, I definitely want to see Theory Cena. Yeah, I have to agree uh, with both of you. I think it's Theory. I think it it only makes sense. Um, And it depends, though, on who's going to win this match based on what's going on, if there's a stipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is a title on the line, if Theory is still, for some reason, the champ, um, I think Theory goes over. I don't think you take the belt off of him, especially Cena. Um, but if there is no belt on the line, say he does lose it to Lashley or eventually loses it to somebody else, um, then you put Cena over. Cena has to beat him um, if there is no title on the line. You can't go, oh, 20 years, he's back. Welcome back, John. You're going to lose again. Because last year he lost to Roman, and that made perfect sense. Um, yeah. But to lose to Theory um, without a belt on the line would would be stupid. With a belt, Sure, that makes that makes perfect sense. He he shouldn't take the title from him. Um, I actually um, I like theory. I, I think what he's doing is is phenomenal. He's doing a great job at pissing you off, especially Marvin. He's pissing him off, he's where he off. almost wants to throw and waste his beer on him. 
Um, so he's doing his job in the long run. He is he is a phenomenal in-ring performer. He can make anybody look good, as we've seen Pat McAfee, who we know does know how to wrestle pretty decently. Um, he made him look he made him look amazing, and he sold that stunner so good, so good. so good. Um, but I think the only thing that's hurting theory right now is that whole tie-in to Mister McMahon. Uh, we're about to get into that discussion too, but. Eventually, Theory needs to turn face. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see him as a face. I think the selfie thing kind of works as a face because you could do it with the crowd, um, kind of like Tyler Breeze was doing it, but mm-hmm. people think that he stole a gimmick. He did not. Um, he's doing it better, in in my opinion. He, it's hilarious. Those pictures, have you just like looked at his pictures? <laughs> I have. I They're have. fucking hilarious. The The Elimination Chamber pictures are the best ones. <laughs> the one with Every Lashley. passes over and they just... Oh, the one with Lashley is the best fucking photo. The one with Riddle's great because Riddle's posing. Fucking AJ's posing. Like, it works. What he's doing, he's making fun of Gen Z's and their selfies and shit. It's hilarious. He's good in, in ring performance. He's a very good talker. Um, he looks good, you know, like he's a good looking guy to the point that you can see him as a star. Yeah. So, but I, again, I feel that the Vince McMahon tie in may be hurting him eventually. Not now he's fine right now, but if he's going to, he's got, they have to break away from that because what's going on with Vince right now, you don't really want to be tied in with Vince McMahon. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of like, it's kind of exciting to see it now because now Vince is gone and it's like, well, we don't have any more vignettes with him and Vince. So let's see how he can do by himself. And we all know he's a good talker. He can do it. I think he should be perfectly fine with it. I don't see any issues. Um, Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see like how Marvin said, like a Randy Orton thing. Yeah. It would have been kind of nice to like uh, tie in a little bit of a one more time thing, one more match. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, Randy's hurt so um, Yeah but again if you noticed him in Cena's Promo he didn't say when they were like one More match he was just like oh it's Not just one more match yeah he's gonna do more Yeah so you know We can eventually get that maybe that can be Like a one more time when he actually Retires maybe I mean like You know and then he's just got a bunch of old guys Just fighting in the ring hopefully they don't (laughs) Kill each other well he's got to be careful Now but my next question when it comes to with John Cena and his next match is where does it take place? Where where does John's next match happen? Marvin, let's start with you. Where should it happen? I guess we can't say we, we're going to guarantee it, but where do you think it should happen? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, it's got to take place very soon, I would say, because Cena is not, not available all the time. I mean, it looks like he has time right now. So what's the next upcoming, like, SummerSlam? But, I mean, that'll be too soon. But it has to be something very soon. I mean, I don't really care. I, not a WrestleMania. That's too big. Too uh, big for John. Yeah. For <laughs> right. theory. Too big for I mean, theory. That's his WrestleMania <laughs> moment then. Mm. He had his moment last year. WrestleMania. WrestleMania's already packed as it is. True. Two nights. Yeah. Two nights. Two nights. So you're, so saying, you're saying it has pay per view. Has to be a pay per view. Yeah. Okay. Has to be pay So you if it was a raw, it's disappointing. Because no, yeah, yeah, it no, shouldn't no. be on a roll. I, I, I would, I agree with you, Mr. Malave. Where are you putting John's next match? 
Well, I agree. It's a pay-per-view. I mean, you know, he did debut, I think it was a SmackDown, right? So, you know, they could be like, oh, let's do it on a SmackDown, like, whatever. But it was his 20th anniversary already this past Raw or whatever. So they already kind of put him on a regular televised um, station, even though he didn't fight. Um, but he fought so many times on those two shows that he we, they don't need it. What they need and they're going to cash out in is a premium live event, right? So mm-hmm. I say you don't, it's 20 years now. Right. Of course, if we wait two or three months, everyone's still going to watch it and see it. But you know what? You have to capitalize on it. Still very fresh. Everyone's still looking at those videos. Everyone still is trying to see who said what and congratulated seeing it on this. And that's how you have to bank it. Right. You we hey, you don't even know. Like if he made time to go on Raw, that means he probably has a break. But his break is not going to be that long. I had side conversations with um, with Smooth Effect. And, um, you know, James Gunn is producing and directing the second season of P. Peacemaker, and right now he's too caught up with Guardians right now to actually have the time. So that little break is a little window that they can capitalize on and have his 20th anniversary match at SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. It just makes sense that if we're going to have a title match because we know Roman Reigns is not going to be on Money in the Bank, he's probably going to show up at SummerSlam. We have that. We have Cena. It's the it's one of their biggest top three. It's one of their top three pay-per-views of the year. You have a person like John Cena headline it, and that's where he's going to get this match. It's SummerSlam. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I'd have to agree. I think it, it makes sense to have it at SummerSlam. You have Lesnar versus Reigns again at SummerSlam, Ugh. and I do not really want to see that again, to be honest with you. But I, I can understand why a lot of injuries going on. So I think it makes sense to put Cena there and let him face Theory, but they haven't. They have to start something. Maybe maybe Cena shows up during the Lashley match. Cashes him. To, well, he's not going to cash in. in. The title. Yeah, yeah like, but the title. Maybe, maybe he's just there. Maybe he doesn't even like come out music-wise. Maybe he's just in the fucking crowd, and the crowd is like, oh, shit, John's in the crowd. And then Theory's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, he starts getting all distracted, turns around, and takes a spear by Lashley. Lashley wins the title because, you know. Lashley is uh, is a face now, so that's a good setup because they didn't really set it up with Theory. He went to take a selfie and John walked away, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, whatever, stupid. But, um, yeah, I think it would make sense. Capitalize before he starts filming again because, again, once he starts filming, he can't wrestle. If he gets hurt, (laughs) not going to be good. You know, that's a lot of money that John's going to be losing. John ain't that stupid. Um, So... Now, like as we were mentioning before, when we talk about Austin Theory, you got to talk about Vince McMahon. Well, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, not surprisingly, has been paying somebody to keep a little hush-hush. I'm a little surprised it's not more than one. I'm sure it's more than one. Um, but somebody caught him, and they were wondering, I believe it was $3 million, if I'm not mistaken, was kept, uh, was paid to this young lady for hush-hush money. So... I, I know we're as wrestling fans, we're not surprised. All wrestling fans are like, nap. He's been this guy books himself to make out with the hottest of the hot on television in front of his wife. I was at that show. Um, this doesn't surprise any of us. So I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna start with Marvin on this one because I want to know where do you think this end result is. First off, did it surprise you? I know it didn't, but did it surprise you? And where does this end result go? Does, is it is Vince done? Is this it? 
I mean, I know we have like the McMahon persona and then McMahon, like supposedly he's not the same, but I just feel like it's, you know, his persona is an amplification of what he really is. I feel like that's him old, you know, old day, just, you know, just toned down. And this guy's got a fucking ego on him. You know, he's going to do whatever he wants. He sees a hot girl. Like, I mean, supposedly he hired her for, I forgot what, what it was for like, was like consulting or something. Yeah, she yeah, was like a secretary. consultant. <laughs> a huge amount of money. And then now he's paying her three million to shut up. Like, they're saying that somebody leaked this, that they're finding like other stuff and like, you know, who did he, who is it that he's paying? Where is he getting his funds from? Because somebody like him, he's probably not going to go into his pocket. I mean, he's seen how he is. He's so fucking cocky. I'll fucking use WWE money to pay for this. So like, I feel like this guy's really going to fucking want, the shit's going to hit the fan. And I, I actually, I'm kind of happy this happened because, you know, he's 76 or something. And he's old school. Like I've, my dad is old school and, and just, you know, what my dad says goes. And I feel like my man's the same way. Like, he's not listening to reason. He pushed out Triple H. He pushed out stuff. He was talking shit on the McAfee show. And look at him now. Now now he's fucking strong. Now, like, you got everybody else coming in. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. And I'm actually happy. I can't wait. I feel like there's going to be changes. I feel like whatever he's been setting up might, might – people might have to, like, go back. Like, I mean – he had all creative um, control, right? So mm-hmm. all this bullshit, last minute things he does all the time. Um, I hate how he fucked over Sasha and Sasha had to leave. Now I feel like maybe we might get Sasha back. Like, you know, Steph liked him, right? She's the one that brought him over. Yeah. Um, Triple H supposedly recently, uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or if it was an interview, but he had said, like, I'm back. Yeah. So he, I'm, he I'm went happy. back to NXT. Yep. I'm happy. Yeah, I I mean I I have to agree with you. I I I I'm not surprised. No wrestling fan should be. Um but it might be the blessing in disguise that we need. You know, we always wondered what's going to happen if Vince goes. We would think death first cuz we're like Vince is never going to let go of his company, but now it he might have a fucking choice. Um and we found out that not only was he he was paying her and he was sexually assaulting her, what you know what we don't know the truth behind it until the everything comes out but we also found out he was tag teaming with John Laurinaitis <laughs> so they were they were tag team and this was a legitimate bedroom <laughs> match and that chick got rammed by both of them who knows maybe other people were involved we don't know until eventually things will start coming out is it possible i don't think it is but i'm just saying cuz WWE and Vince is such a crazy son of a bitch could this come into a storyline by any chance, like could this could it happen? You think? Nah, I don't. I don't. You don't think, think they so. touch yeah. sexual allegations and shit? I mean, they, sexual assault. If it was back in the raw like nineties days, maybe. Fuck but yeah, this, this would have been a serious line. thing that yeah. they they not a lot of stuff is coming out. I said if there was not a yet. lot of stuff coming out initially, then maybe it could be like a way you could turn it into a ploy when everything gets settled, you know. But. Um, and I'm just going to jump in here, too, now. Yep. Um, but I feel like this situation, um, it, it's it's not like a Deshaun Watson thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's 20-something, 20 27, and everyone's like, me too, me too, me too, me too. Um, it, this could have, of course, there's others. Everyone knows, and we can see it, and we can feel it in our hearts. There's definitely been others since the 70s and 80s when he took on power that, you know, they were just like, all right, here it is. Shut up. 
You know what I mean? And leave it alone, right? But now, I feel like this is more of like a Trojan horse thing, uh, a fucking um, a Caesar thing, where the people around them kind of leaked it just because they saw the way things were going. People were leaving. They were requesting requesting releases. They were, they were just saying, I'm done. Adam Cole got offered a million dollars and he chose to leave. Why? You think that was going to happen if Vince McMahon wasn't in control and it was Triple H that was still doing this thing and everything else that's that that's going on the Sasha Banks things happening right I feel like this was an internal leak I feel like someone was just like we need to get him out of there he's not going willingly Shane McMahon left his son came back and then got quote unquote fired let go you can't let go the son of the owner like it's just not happening but Stephanie McMahon left everyone's just turning on him basically because he's turning into that crazy old man I'm sorry I respect the elderly and everything else but at a certain age you don't you don't act the same way it's just it's a part of life you know but you also are stuck in your ways. And Vince is very much stuck in his ways. So I feel like this was an internal leak that, all right, if you're not going to get out, we're going to get you out. You know what I mean? So an internal leak happened, and now he's gone. He has to step away. His legal team is like, bruh. You need to chill now. You need to go away for a while. All right. Now, that's a perfect way that Stephanie comes in there. You got to understand, like, we always talk about this. Vince McMahon is the businessman, right? He's the business the businessman. They run WWE like the business, right? So this is a business move. In corporate America, you want the CEO, the head of thing. You cut that head, but they're not the ones in control anyway. They were just the face. In this case, he was in control, and we need to get the other people back in there to make changes, Right. Stephanie McMahon comes in. Boom. Now Triple H saying he's back. Now this whole NXT 2.0 shit can turn back into black and gold. Not saying they're going to keep those colors, but the, the essence of it will be back. You know what I mean? And all because they were trending in the right direction until Vince is like, no. And I feel like that was a bit of jealousy going on there. And that's why everyone's kind of like, just like, I'm going to leave you alone now, dude, until we figure something out and they figure something out here. And I think it's best for business, right? They always say that. And I and I brought that up on purpose, right? The best for business thing, because Laurenitis is a motherfucker, right? Because he was there too. And what's best for business is this. I'm sorry. Thank you, Vince McMahon, for giving us everything that we've gotten in the past. Thank you for that. But your time is up and my time is now. You saw what I did there, too? You saw what I did there, too? But no, seriously, um, I think this is going to pay off in the long run and the best. And I feel like this is going to settle out of court. I know he's getting indicted and they have to bring everything up into the thing. But there's still ways that people can settle in an indictment. So I feel like that's going to happen. And one of those contingencies is for him to be away from the company, still have ownership, but be away. And I feel like is that's that's what's best for business. So, you know, whoever leaked that. Thank you very much. It was Nick Khan. Thank no, wait, you, Nick hold Khan. up, though. But then also wasn't there the thing about um a huge amount of um shit what's it called uh the stock a huge amount of stock got sold off yeah a lot of people were this. selling their stock but they're saying that even before this was said mm-hmm. so now if this turns out to be him he could go down the Martha Stewart route good luck trying to settle that yeah uh-huh, yep. and and he could very much well take his time in his mansion yes he can because he's rich he's allowed to do shit like that. He doesn't yeah, have to go yeah, to jail. Like, can, oh yeah, I'm. I got ten years, but I got ten years in my mansion. That's yeah. Cool. Have fun, and he can still run his company. It's just got to be on a hush hush. 
But I think Nick Khan was the one that did this. I think uh, Nick Khan is a businessman, and I think he was going through the fucking, you know, the detail reports and whatnot, and he came across something that's occurring every year, which is a $3 million. Probably wondered what it was. Doesn't tell you. Usually it's not going to say, you know, allegation, you know, sexual misconduct payments. Like, it's going to say something that tries to throw you off. And I think he caught it. I think he brought it up to their accountants and whatnot, and it got thrown out there, and they figured it all out. Um, if you've noticed that once Nick Khan has actually started with WWE, he's been making a lot of changes, hence the budget cuts and whatnot. Uh, he's a businessman. That's a business side of things. Um, and he's actually he's friends with The Rock, which is crazy because The Rock is the one that says is actually saying how like you got to trust this guy. I know everybody thinks well, he's you know he's releasing all these fucking people. But he's like, this is this guy knows what he's talking about. So I wouldn't be surprised if out of nowhere the Rock buys WWE. He bought it from XFL. He did, and I wouldn't be surprised if he sold like Nick Khan sells his portion of WWE to the Rock down the road once he starts taking up more and more because he owns a bunch now, and that man is a very smart businessman, and though. Like I said, a lot of people are hating on his releases and whatnot, but he did it for reasons, and it was money. So if you start looking at the other companies now, did he make the wrong choice? Did he release the guys that he shouldn't have released? It. Mm. But when we look at it and we go to AEW, because we're going to get to AEW right now, but when you go to AEW, they sign every fucking WWE superstar. Yeah. That's what they do. They are, I've been saying it since day one, they are WCW 2.0. They are better when it comes to in-ring wrestling than WCW, but they are not that far off because what did WWE, WCW do? They, and it's, oh, they, this person wants to leave. We'll sign them. We'll give them mad money too and creative rights and all this shit. And what happens? Disaster eventually comes because your guys that you built in AEW, eventually want to leave, and then they go to the competition. Mm-hmm. And if Vince is getting pushed out, there's more of a reason now to go to WWE because you won't get dicked over or turn into a Max, some whatever, uh, Max Dupree. Uh, you saw LA Knight actually last right, night on right. SmackDown. By the way, I'm not going to lie, I didn't hate it. Did you did no. you did you see it with the with Mace and fucking Mansoor as them as models? <laughs> as the models, I wasn't next mad. Week, next week is the fishing is the fishing wardrobes. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at that though. It it's weird, but they kind of pulled it off. Like it's it, outlandish, but it's, it's stupid. WWE. And you, like and wrestling. but they weren't doing anything with them. So now they're doing something. When who knows how long it's going to last? But it's up to them to make it last. Yeah. And Mansoor has never been a heel, so it would be kind of because that's a Saudi Arabia guy. Now, what happens when they go back to Saudi Arabia? Uh, he, Does he have to change his gimmick in Saudi Arabia? Because, you know, the Mr. Malave, you know how the prince is. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I want this now, or I cut your head yeah, off. He's, he's going to cut his head off if he doesn't come out to his Mansoor music instead of his fucking nice-ass sunglasses he had on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And really dope sunglasses. Like, I was like, yo, what are they? I want them. They were really nice. He had the fanny pack up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't hating on it to be honest with you. I thought uh it's it's a different gimmick, it's a stupid gimmick, but if 
We know L.A. Knight can talk, so he oh, yeah. will sell the shit out of it. It's up to those two guys to do it. Question, mm-hmm. do they wrestle in that gear, in nice yes. clothes? Yes, they will. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. They have to. Like a cardigan and, like, you know, the 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 nice pants, dress pants, but they're going to have, like, those really nice shoes with no socks. With no socks, yep, yep. They have to. And, and Mansoor needs to keep the fanny pack on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That has to be, like, part of it. He needs to, like, put his sunglasses in the fanny pack mm-hmm. and then, like, bring them out when he does a big move. Be it fantastic. Has it, it, it has to. They have to do it. That would be absolutely hilarious. And um, that's when wrestling's fun. And that's that's why wrestling is fun. Stupidity. So it brings me back to AEW. AEW, again, they sign all the WWE superstars. We know this. I don't care if any AEW fans out there are like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Go fuck yourself. It's a fucking fact. Question. Mr. Malave. Yes. Who should, not will, who should AEW signed next. The last person they just recently signed was Cesaro, Claudio. Yes. yes. Who's next? Who's on the table? All right. So we 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 know a few that that are coming down the pipeline already, right? We know Ric Flair's uh, uh, training to fight his next match, and it's most likely going to be in AEW. No, it's not. Um, it's they've already confirmed his next match. Oh yeah, did they? I might. I yeah. might, I might be uh, at the loop again. I don't know. No, wait, hold on. Continue. Keep talking. I'll tell you where it is. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So uh, whatever, whatever. There's a few there's a few in there that I can mention. Right. But the one that makes the most sense is actually not just one signing because they're a pair. And we've said it once they got released. And it's just funny that they just keep making these different house shows and like just going in and dominating. But the ones that makes the most sense here and it has AEW written all over them. And I can have like three or four different storylines that they can go into right off the bat is Scarlett and Karrion Cross. They need to be signed with AEW and they need to they need to have a rivalry with Britt Baker and Adam Cole and they need to do all of that in there. I feel like they have AEW written all over them and and if they're smart that's the ones you get because we need we need a few more big guys in there and I would love to see a Moxley and him if they want to go for the title or some shit like I think Karen Cross and Scarlett would be a great signing for AEW. I think that's a horrible idea actually. All right, well why? I met Karen Cross and told him not to sign there. And I don't tell Karen what to do, but I was just being real with him. And I yeah. told him I was like, "Listen, if for some reason you get released, which was fucked up because a week later he got released, I told him, don't go to AEW. I was like, it's not going to work out for you. Look what they're doing with fucking Brian Cage. Honestly, look what they're doing with Wardlow. He's fucking yeah. flopped right now. They don't know what to do with him, which is so sad because he's he's actually really talented. Um, I told him, I was like, they remind me of another WCW. He looked at me and said, I agree a thousand percent. So I think he's trying to stick to more impact or new japan so you could see him in an aw ring but it most likely won't be signed under aw i understand why you would sign him look at the size of the fucking guy um and of course scarlet but he'll just look at keith lee he'll be another keith lee uh keith lee he'll, you know everybody keith lee where they got keith lee yeah they're teaming them with fucking swerve they didn't know what to do with him, so they teamed him with a black guy. Yeah. So, you know, you could see mistakes occurring already. But, all right, so you going with Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Uh, Marvin, who would you, if you were AEW, who are you signing? See, so Matt knows this. Um, I'm not a huge AEW fan because I don't really watch it. I mean, 
I, I do get the news every once in a while. I ask, oh, who's this? Who's that? I, this is cool. Like, the dude that fights for the teams in his pockets. Some cool shit going on. But, but um, if I had to say who's going to go there and actually make me want to watch it, like, right now it's, like, it's on the on the burner, right? It's, like, on a rainy day, I might throw an episode on and see what's up. Okay. But uh, I would have to say if Bray Wyatt signs, right. I'll definitely want to watch. On the girls' side, like, right now, I'm dying for some Sasha Banks. Like, if she gets released and she goes over there, I'm definitely watching this. I want to see some Sasha Banks. Yeah, that can happen, too, because Sasha has been released. They confirmed that it is true. It was kept hush-hush. They did actually release her. Naomi, they didn't, but Sasha, they did. But they're trying to, like, work it out with her in a sense. So it's like, we're going to release you because you technically dicked us, which they did. You know, they... They didn't play ball. This it's it's tough in their scenario. I I because I'm on both sides of the fence. You're on their side to understand where they're coming from. Then you're on the business side where it's like you did sign a contract. This is how this shit goes. This is your fucking job. So if you don't want to get paid, take a fucking hike. And that's kind of what happened. Um, but I get what them what they're saying. Um, which you know it's also weird because they were about to get pushed into the main event and then they were just gonna lose. That was the only problem. Um. I would like to see Sasha there as well. I think it would be pretty dope to see Sasha Banks there. She can actually be pushed into the to the title picture right off the bat. Not like how Ember Moon is getting pushed with the with Jade, um, whatever I guess. Because you know th- that to me that title means nothing. That TBS title, I think the yeah. women's title matters, which is what Thunder Rosa has. Um, Tony Storm had a shot at the title, which was good. She lost. Ruby Soho was a waste of fucking time. I don't give a fuck. She they wasted her completely. Wasted. So Sasha Banks would be a great fit, I think, for AEW. I think with her attitude that she has, the way that she's the cocky bitch that comes off as the boss. I don't know if she can still use that gimmick. Um, she could find some. She could find a middle ground for it. There's always another way around it. But yeah, I. You know what? I would have to say. Um, Sasha Banks would be the right choice. I agree with you. Bray Wyatt would be great to see as well. And we're waiting for it in the long run. We're just waiting for it to happen. Like, who's coming next? Oh, it's probably going to be Bray. Um, or Bray's just not going to do shit. Yeah. I mean, when 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 I had a conversation with him, it was very like... Right, you met Bray. the motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, met him, I met him in the Publix when I was over there. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with him, man, and I was just like, yeah, I can't wait to see you on TV again. Do you, like, I know you can't really say anything, but, like, you know, you're leaning anywhere, and, you know, I hope you're... Uh, you know, I was like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, are you leaning anyway? He was like, yeah, as of right now, like, I'm dying to be back in the ring, but, you know, nothing's making sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if it was misdirection. And I was like, making sense. Like, you know, I was like, I get it. Money got to be right. He goes, not even that. So, uh, yeah. So it's a WWE thing then. So it's a WWE thing, I think, for the most part. I think that's where his heart lies. You know what I mean? It's there. Um, But also, I I feel like it wouldn't. I would love to see him just in the ring again. Right. So if he goes to AEW, I would watch. Right. But I feel like. With the gimmicks and everything else, even I don't know if he can do the fiend or anywhere else. But like, even if he comes in there, I think it's just lost in the melting pot abyss that is AEW. They just keep signing people without building stuff and structure. There's nothing. Everything is just there. It's like a wrestling throw up. Yes, we get the we get 
the matches and they're good. You know what I mean? But nothing makes sense. And you don't want a person like a Keith Lee and fuck you if you ruin Bray Wyatt and he just gets stuck somewhere. And it was just like, no, I'd rather not have him on TV and keep the lore. And whenever he goes somewhere, it's done right. You know, so I think that's where he lies as well. But yes, we're off beaning for some theme. Yeah, I, th- I think I'd like to see Bray in it. But uh, one thing that I always see that AEW is having a lot of issues with, which a lot of people will disagree with this, but I- I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid, and I'm a big fan. Every time they sign somebody, they have to join a stable. So you have to be in a tag team, or you have to be in a stable. Like, why? Why can't you just have somebody show up and just be a badass? You know who used to do that? WCW used to do that. They used to sign you and put you in the NWO. They used to sign you and put you in the Horsemen, something like that. And they're doing the same shit. They, I mean, I don't understand how people don't see this, but they're literally being like, all right, so we signed Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And where do we do? We put them with Adam Cole. Okay, that makes sense. They're friends. Oh, but we put them with the elite. Why? Because they're the undisputed elite. Oh, yeah, because you're fucking creative. No, you put them in a fucking stable. That's what you did. Um, same thing with Adam Cole. Adam Cole showed up, and oh, he joins the elite. Of course, he joins the elite. That makes perfect sense. Uh, this is all another fucking. Keith Lee shows up. Hi, Keith Lee. Swerve uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Mr. Malave. We were there when Swerve made his appearance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're a fucking tag team now, and the, weird enough, two black guys. So yeah, we'll put the two black guys together. Cesaro, what's he doing? Oh, he joined Moxley, fucking Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. And Wheeler Yuta with, by the way, the new, Regal. who we got to see Mr. Malave show up, fucking William Regal in a Blackpool yeah. combat club. What the fuck? Another yeah. stable? Fucking stable. Jericho's little stupid society. Yeah. The, the 2.0 guys were originally fucking NXT guys. Another stable. So, to me, that's AEW's mistakes. We're signing everybody. We're putting them in fucking stables. And they think fans are stupid that they'll sit there and they'll watch and be like, but they still there, though. They still doing good. Look at Miro. He doing great over there. Look at Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy in a stable. They're in a fucking stable because they don't know what to do with them. We got to find a middle ground because in WWE, I feel every time there's a stable starting up, they're gone. Yeah, they break them. Distribution done. Like, what happened in Judgment Day? Like, what the fuck? They got rid of Edge so quickly? Like, I want to see more of that. I did, too. And, yeah, And too. now that you're talking about stables, I'm actually, I'm thinking, of, I'm going to pop in some AEW now and see some of the stable action because I need Watch some. It. There's none in WWE right now. They just did this blood and guts thing, which is yeah. basically war games. It's war right? games. And, and it, was, it was not bad, but that's, I, again, they're just like regurgitating shit. And it's almost like too much, right? Yeah. Like you said, common ground. We need to see that. And you know what was the common ground? It was NXT, and it was NXT before the 2.0. That was the common ground. If you listen to JWF and we were talking all these, NXT was the best thing on TV at that point. Oh, yeah. You know, until they rebranded and they got rid of Triple H, that was the best thing on on TV, even with the AEW and even with the powerhouse of uh, of WWE. NXT was the best thing in wrestling because they had their stables, they had their singles competition, and they had a tag team division. They did. Oh, they yeah, had a very, tag team very good tag team division, but they no longer have that. Um, and NXT 2.0 is coming up. They got they got a lot of talented individuals and good characters in there as well. But I will tell you, Marvin, you, yeah, you should watch. You should definitely check out AEW. I would say even the pay-per-views are actually, they're a lot of fun. That's usually yeah. when the surprises happen. 
But I mean, there's a dinosaur on there. Um, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. He's a bad guy now, which is weird because he's an evil dinosaur. And then, and then he has Christian Cage with him. Yeah, That's Christian Christian weird. Cage is his his manager, I guess. But it's an evil dinosaur. You you can't Luke go Perry's wrong with son that. Is Luke Perry's son is Jungle Boy, which is a great fucking name. Comes out to the Baltimore song. Um, there's Orange Cassidy gives thumbs ups, wears uh, sunglasses. They, there are characters. There, there's there, there are fun characters. Um, in AEW. And again, there is there are too many stables, though. And I feel that AEW does that because it's like, hey, look, they're on TV. They didn't, weren't on TV in WWE. They're on TV here. But it's like, yeah, but they're in stables because they don't know what to do without the stable. We have one leader. We have six people. Go from here. That was a WCW move. Yes. L- LWO, uh, Ravens Flock. You know, uh, the, the NWO, the NWO Wolfpack, the NWO Silver and Black, you know, the Four Horsemen. You can go on for days because they had so many fucking stables. WWE needs more stables. I have to agree with Marvin. WWE needs more stables. And Judgment Day was the perfect stable. And they fucking broke them up. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens with Finn Balor as the leader. I, yeah, I but- like Finn Balor as a leader. He, he led Bullet Club, so it makes sense. But I don't like the supernatural shit. How about just Finn Balor being a badass? Right. You know, a bad guy. That's it. And then the Edge thing, I think that was a mistake. That was. Edge should if have led that. you do that, you do that later on, right? You have yeah. Finn Balor join, and then you see kind of them gravitating towards Finn, Finn Balor. Right, And then right. eventually little, you get Edge versus Finn Balor for, sure. for leadership. Judgment Day or something. Yeah. Well, you heard the rumor that, they, that they're thinking of, right? Because obviously they injured Edge, and Edge is going to eventually have to come back. Uh, did you hear the rumor of who they want to be his partner to come back? Did you hear about it? No, please tell me. So um, <laughs> they want to bring Big Cass back oh and God. have him be his, funny enough, brother. Because he looks like him. We've always made the joke when Big Cass was with Enzo. It's like it's a, just a big, taller version of Edge. And they want him to be his little brother. Who knows? Maybe he'll be corner. So you have edge and corner. And, you know, because you can't, I mean, personally, it's big cast. Just keep it big cast. But who knows what they'll do with him. So that's the big rumor that they want to do is uh, they want to have him come back. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'd love to see him versus Damian Priest because I do like Ooh, Damian Priest. Yes. And do, two big do. dudes, uh, you know, Damian Priest. Yes, he, he, he is. He's from Harlem. Yeah, he was actually at Spooky Empire just recently. I was mad I didn't yeah. go because I would have loved to met him, meet him. But maybe he'll show up this this time in, in October. Maybe I go see him. Maybe. Because he's creepy. They like that creepy shit. 100%. See, I was I was hoping, and I know it's it's a huge like wish. It's never gonna happen. But like, hey, he comes back, Edge comes back and he brings back the brood. Comes back with Christian, which is not gonna happen because I hear the man hates him. And then um, brings back Gangrel. Did you see Gangrel last time he came? He was in I AEW. Seen him recently. He showed up to AEW. <laughs> he showed up in AEW with the brood. With the, like, with, no, with the Young Bucks. With the Young Bucks. Because yeah, they were yeah. dressed like a brood. It was funny. It was good. That, that would have been a, a, a funny, like, in my mind, like, seeing um, the brood, you know, what Edge had uh, created Judgment Day versus the brood. But all right, whatever. I think but that with makes the sense. big cast thing, I love it because... Have you seen Big Cass recently? Yes, yes, oh, he looks amazing. He does he looks fantastic? Like I mean, you guys—I don't think you guys watch Vikings, but Edge was on Vikings, and he looked—he has that scruff, the long hair. He's got like that all the 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 wrinkles, just like that weathered warrior look. 
and he cut his hair now, which sucked. But um, if he would have kept him long, and now Cass with the long hair looks just like one of those Viking warriors. Yeah, I think it looked amazing. It would be fine. I I mean, it's it's funny because we have the brother storyline with Ezekiel. So, you know, that that weird shit they're doing, which is actually very entertaining, um, especially because now they turned out there's another brother, Elrod. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> very excited to see where that's going to go. Um, so, yeah, I would I would like to see Big Cass come back because I think they they did drop the ball with him. That guy's huge and he's not a good talker, but I think he in now his time and impact. He he stepped it up. He did a very good job. He didn't win the title, but he didn't need. He wasn't beating Moose, but you know it was he, his character developed so much better without Enzo. That was the big key. Was Enzo was his saving spot. Now you let Edge be his fucking saving spot. That's fucking great. I'm no problems mm-hmm. with that. Um, but so that's it. We are done. No contest is over. There is no bell. We don't. We ding, took ding, the bell ding. away. Ding ding ding. We took the bell away. Now it's time to say our goodbyes. So we're gonna start with marvelous Marvin. He's gonna give you a magic trick. Say your goodbyes, Marvelous Marvin. Guys, it was a pleasure. You know, um, I haven't spoken to you guys in a while. It was, it was awesome hanging out with you guys. And, you know, um, I'm not part of that stable that's going on over there because, see, Tom's not looking at the camera. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not part of that stable you guys got going oh, on. Oh, he's but, putting uh, his hair, you fucking jerk. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, I can't wait to, to talk to you guys again. It was fun, and uh, I can't wait to see who wins Money in the Bank. Yes. Marvin, I got to ask you something. Are you just a wrestling fan? <laughs> what? Are you a JWF guy? Are you oh, just yeah, a wrestling fan? You know, whenever you guys uh, put out episodes, I, I listen to them. Yeah, Ooh, which, that was another which, jab. You yeah. know, you we got to we, we gotta do it more. You know, the other day, I, you know, Maggie put me on. He was like, yo, listen. And I'm like, listening, and then. It was a long silence. I was like, Matt, well, when's the next one? I was like, is my app not working? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, we promise you we'll get you we will get your fix of the JWF very soon. Yeah, very we gotta soon. bring we're gonna bring it back because now back into the wrestling talk. Um all right, Mr. Malave. All right. Well, guys, it was great. A great no contest. I cannot wait for Money in the Bank tonight. Um, We'll see if our picks are correct. Um, I'm actually going to be heading over to Marvelous Marvin's house and we're going to have a nice little watch party. So, um, you know what I mean? Uh, We'll be uh, we'll be watching it live. We all be talking. But check out this episode. Follow us. And we promise you guys JWF episodes are coming. Um, Listen to the flick book. Uh, Second rounds uh, media is in full effect. And uh, I'm Mr. Malava. A.K.A. Matthew Malave, the music man. And until the next competition, the next contest, I'll see you when I see you. And my name is Tommy James, A.K.A. Mr. Oh So Smooth. Thank you so much for listening to No Contest. As Mr. Malave said, Second Rounds Media is in full effect. There's a bunch of shows coming out. And you'll hear a bunch of new voices eventually coming. And, of course, some oldies. We'll see you guys next time. No Contest. Oh, yeah.